Hi everyone, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo, I'm the author of the film review website Quipster.net. I invite you to check out all of my written work. I'm very fast approaching 4,000 written reviews. Been doing them since 1996. You can read them anytime at Quipster.net. That's Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. I'm recording this as we're fast approaching. Actually, we're really one day away at the time of this recording from the Academy Awards this year. And one of the nominees for Best Actress happens to be Isabel Huppert this year and actually has kind of a, an outsider's chance to steal it away from the likes of Emma Stone and Natalie Portman. But she has a starring role in this film called Elle. It's a drama slash thriller. It's R-rated because of violence that involves a sexual assault disturbing sexual content, some grisly images, brief graphic nudity and language, and it runs two hours and ten minutes. Huppert is the star, but Charles Burling, Laurent Lafitte, uh, Jonas Bloquet, and uh, Alice Izaz are part of the supporting cast. The director is Paul Verhoeven, yes, the one who directed Robocop, Total Recall, and Basic Instinct. And the screenplay is by David Burke, and it's based on a novel by Philippe Jean, and that screenplay was translated to French because this is a French language film by Harold Manning. Huppert here is starring as a woman named Michelle LeBlanc. She's the manager of a video game company. Michelle ends up getting raped by a masked man early in the film in her own home, and because of her checkered past, Michelle decides not to report it to the police. She's very reticent to tell friends, even right away. The perpetrator continues to stalk Michelle, and that causes her to seek some measures to protect herself, yet she's also conflicted by fantasies, both terrifying and exhilarating, of what might happen should she be found in that position again. Now, despite being out of the public discussion for quite a long while, really, director Paul Verhoeven is continuing to make very darkly comic and disturbing films that tread the delicate line between tragedy and exploitation. This story in this film starts with a brutal depiction of a violent sexual assault, and that often only occurs in films that are deadly serious. And then we watch the victim regain her composure and continue about her life, not letting the terror of the event overtake her. This does set us off guard, and we wonder if Verhoeven is being a little bit too flippant about a subject like rape, and then we discover that Michelle has experienced even more traumatic events in her childhood that she has had to contend with, and those traumas have made her both a victim as well as a person who's been regularly publicly scorned to the point where going to the authorities, who will probably dig into her past yet again, seems an option she'd rather not pursue L as a film, it's been adapted into English by David Burke from this 2012 uh, French novel by Philippe Jean called O. Uh, subsequently, it was translated into the French language, by, as I mentioned, by Harold Manning. It had been originally meant to be an English language production, but uh, the director Verhoeven couldn't envision any American actress giving the part their all in the manner French actress Isabelle Huppert would, so he had the screenplay retranslated and set in France. It's not easy to label this film into a comfortable genre. It sometimes plays for dramatic effect and other times comedic, and other times as a thriller, it occasionally dabbles into all three at the same scene, really. Huppert, for her part in this film, as I mentioned, receives her first Academy Award nomination in her highly esteemed 40-year career for this particular role. Now, despite Elle beginning with 
rape and returning to deal with the aftermath, this story does not dwell on it entirely. Michelle also contends with such things as her wayward son and his battle axe of a pregnant girlfriend, this panther of a mother in a relationship with a local playboy, Michelle's dealings with the young man at work while she's trying to produce a graphically violent, uh, sexually violent even, video game, as well as her on and off affair with the husband of one of her best friends. Also, the film deals with her difficulties with her childhood trauma with her father and her subsequent crush on the younger married man next door. However, uh, the rape does spring its ugly head up time and again, especially especially as Michelle begins to get further disturbing messages from the perpetrator, who seems to be persistently monitoring her activities, perhaps hoping for a repeat assault. As far as who the perpetrator is, it's kind of a mystery. So that's another genre this crosses into. It could be any of the men that she knows in her life, or maybe it could even be a complete stranger in Michelle who sets about buying home protection, is intrigued to figure out what's going on before it happens again. Now, as a mystery, it's pretty loose-hanging in its way. Red herrings are bound in the screenplay, but Verhoeven doesn't really put a great deal of emphasis on trying to mask the culprit so that we have a shocking reveal later. To Verhoeven's credit, the identity of the rapist is not really that important to the film, as it is this character study of Michelle's reaction to it directly, as well as how it governs how Michelle behaves in other facets of her dysfunctional life. This is more of a, a psychological portrait of a woman who has been dealing with trauma all of her life more so than it is a revenge thriller, though it is fascinating to watch as Michelle struggles between her own fears as well as her perverse desires to take control of her situation and become the predator instead. Now, if you've been anxious for Paul Verhoeven to return to making sexy and sordid and provocative films again, I think you're going to get your wish with L. Even though some viewers are going to find the treatment of rape within the construct of a mostly entertaining film to be a bit distasteful, as given it plays into some of the black comedy aspects, including the main character's own sexual intrigue in the dangerous play, that aspect of a woman asserting control and how it unnerves the men around her is perhaps the most revelatory aspect of Elle. Despite being a victim, Michelle's also not built up to be a very sympathetic character either, but she is relatable in a human way, which makes following her as she tries to get a handle on her mixed-up feelings all the more fascinating to explore, finding empowerment within the most vulnerable of positions. L may not bring Verhoeven back to the forefront of commercial filmmaking, but as someone capable of making a film that skates the fine line between gut-churning tragedy and vulgar absurdity, I think that L is certainly as good as he's been in a decade or two. I'm going to give L three and a half stars out of four, and three and a half stars on my scale means I do think that L is a good movie. It's worth going out of your way to see if this at all sounds intriguing to you, but I do want to caution you about the subject matter. There is a brutal rape that happens within the course of this film. There's a lot of very graphically sexual activity that goes on, as well as some pretty graphic violence as well. So I will caution you if you're at all squeamish about any of those things. Perhaps this is not going to be an evening of entertainment in the slightest for you. So be cautioned, but I do think that L ultimately prevails as a pretty good movie that I would recommend to those people who are looking for something really different than anything you may have seen before. Three and a half stars for L. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. Once again, I'd like to remind you, as I do at the end of my shows, that I also do podcast work for the In Session Film Podcast, specifically the extra film segment. So if you want to hear more of my reviews, and I do some of them exclusively for In Session, you can go to InSessionFilm.com and check out the extra film portions.
And subscribe to them too, because they do a fantastic show. Main shows, extra film segments, whatever. It's a great podcast, and I highly recommend it if you haven't checked it out yet. Until next time, thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies. And if you happen to enjoy the show, leave a review on iTunes. That's the best way that you can show your support for the show. And while you're leaving a review on iTunes, if you want to throw in a film you want me to review on this show, please do so uh, within the course of that review, and I'll get to it. The Quipster Film Movie Podcast is the name of the show. 